Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And also by Arby's, and uh, Arby's just got the meats, but they've also got the treats. We were talking about that with Jason Andera a couple of days ago, and he loves the, you know, he loves the, uh, the, uh, those, those, um, I want to call them a Sunday. No, they're like a shake. Yeah. He likes those shakes, those green ones. And, uh, yeah. So if you're just needing something to quick pick me up, whether it's a shake or whether it's, uh, you know, a, a curly fries or something like that, just to get you by, not a full meal, but just something to go and kind of whet your appetite. You can do that at Arby's. And we're so thankful to Mike Walls for bringing Arby's to South Dakota in 1987. It, it actually had started, it was here for a little while in Sioux Falls in 1978, but then it was gone. It was on South Minnesota Avenue. And then when Mike bought the franchise and brought it to uh, 41st Street right across from the mall, that was the first of many. And now we have Arby's all around our listening area for calling all sports, which I just love because whenever I'm going to a high school game or a college game or whatever, I can stop at Arby's as I'm pulling into town or I can stop into Arby's as I'm leaving town and um, and get myself a meal and eat while I'm on the road. So we sure appreciate Arby's being there all these years since 1987. And it is just the, the entire coverage area of Arby's has grown since then. Matt McCarty is our next guest on the show. Uh, Matt, on a Friday night like this where you've got a game Saturday in Mitchell, are you still going to be able to, to keep track of what's going on with your alma mater, West Lyon? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So if we can't get to the game, you know, I'm usually going to try to find it on the radio and listen to it. Uh, if I can't find it on the radio. So, um, I, yeah, I try to keep, keep tabs on them as much as possible, but we'll definitely be following along. Well, doesn't Doug do most of those games? He, he does. And that helps. That, that usually works pretty well then. I can just find Doug and listen to Doug. And, um, but yeah, it's great. The, the coverage that the high schools get around here is, is pretty phenomenal. And, um, it definitely helps us staying in touch and, and with knowing what's going on. Well, we'll have highlights tonight on Dakota News Now on Football Friday. So if you can't find it on the radio or you want to see highlights, um, we'll have those for you. They play at Spirit Lake tonight. So uh, I was kind of hoping they'd, they'd have another home game, but it looks like they might be on a collision course here to play Central Lion George Little Rock again. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, those are two really good football teams. And that first first time they played was such a battle. Um, you know, Spirit Lake was a really good football team, too. There's some really good football uh, in, in Northwest Iowa and some of these smaller classes this year. And uh, whoever gets out of this area is, is going to be re- really battle-tested. Oh, that's for sure. Now, how many guys from those two schools that we just talked about who, who um, you know, play for bragging rights in Lyon County do you have on your team now? Oh, man, off the top of my head, I know we got, I would say, close to 10. Uh, I'd say at least, at least 10. Wow. You can't go wrong with that, can you? You can't. There's really good football out there. Um, just tough blue collar kids and they both, they, from both schools, they've been coached really well and uh, those kids seem to really excel at the next level. Well, that's the thing. As you're recruiting, there's a comfort level with the coaches at schools like that because you know darn well these kids have gotten tremendous coaching along the way. Plus, you're going to get straight answers from those coaches about what these kids may or may not bring to the table for you at the next level. Absolutely. The relationship piece is so important. And we, we know what we're getting. We, we know what they've been taught. Um, and they're good kids. They're, they're really good kids that um, 
really like to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They're not afraid to work hard. And the kids that we've had a track record of, of, of being really successful for us, and um, you know that's, that's a great place to start. Matt McCarty is our guest. He is the head football coach at Northwestern College in Orange City, Iowa, um, home of Corver Field. And uh, it, it's it's been a nice run for you so far. But I got to believe last Saturday was was a highlight. When is the last time that Northwestern beat Morningside in the regular season? Through regular season, I think you have to go back to 2013 was the last time we beat them in the regular season. We beat them at home that day. And, um, yeah, it's been a while. It's been too long. Uh, but Saturday was pretty awesome. It was pretty special. It was a, it was a wild environment to play in. Um, it was a big step for us and for our guys. How much fun was it to play in the snow? You know, it was, it's something our guys are never going to forget. I mean, it was, uh, it, it was wild. It's something you, you really, you don't know you can prepare for that. And, and you, so I'm really proud of how our guys adjusted to the adversity. And when we came out at halftime and it was just coming down in blankets of snow, I mean, it was, it, I, I'm saying, like, you could hardly see across the field at times. It was coming down so hard. And our players did a great job of adjusting how they played in it. You know, it felt like you're just in the backyard playing with your buddies growing up on Thanksgiving and Christmas in the snow. It was pretty awesome. I was going to say, it had to be fun. I realize there's challenges there, but like you just said, it's it's kind of like you're out there with your friends. And uh, So how often did they have to get out and scrape the lines and stuff so you could tell where you were on the field? There were there were people constantly running across the field with shovels behind the offense. <laughs> um, between series, they try to go down the sidelines so you could see the sidelines. Um, between the third and fourth quarter, we took a little bit longer break so they could do the sidelines and the, and the goal line. Um, it was yeah, you you watch it on film and you have no you have no idea where the ball is on the field. And it was you know during the game you look at the scoreboard if you can see the scoreboard to try to find the yard line because you really had no idea where the ball was. So how, how much did this affect what you were able to do on offense? Obviously, when you can't see, it's pretty hard to be throwing long passes. Yeah, it, it affected the game a little bit. And I, I thought our guys you know, and our coaches really, as the game went on, adjusted really well. Um, you know, I think we were really balanced on the day. I think we threw for 232 yards and ran for 234. Um, and Jalen, our quarterback, did a great job of um, just finding open guys. It really didn't affect him at all. And, you know, it's a benefit of having a kid that grew up playing in, you know, in Northwest Island, that, that football field at West Lyon. There's plenty of cold football games you get played up there. Um, and so he handled it really well, and he was able to throw the ball really effectively for us. You know, something we learned as the game went on, that we felt like the offense had an advantage because the receivers knew where they were going. Right. And so they could get their footing when they needed to. And, uh, there's a lot of short passes though that we could, um, you know, our receivers did a great job of running after the catch. Yeah. You're literally walking on eggshells as a defensive player because you're trying not to fall down. And like you said, when the offensive guy knows where he's going to make a break, I would think again, my question was how well could you see because of the snowflakes were huge. Uh, but it, if you're able to do that, I would think it's a huge advantage for the offense. Yeah, and it depends on which direction you're going, because if you're going north and the, the snow is coming down right in your face, that was definitely harder to see going that direction. And the hardest part was as you ran, you know, between plays, guys would clean off their cleats. But as they would move around throughout a play, the snow was just clumping up on guys' cleats. 
And so then you really had no traction because you, you're, you know, you didn't have anything to dig into the turf with. And, um, it, it was interesting. It was a fun game. Uh, you know, as you watch it on film, uh, you know, you get those guys get lots of laughs. The guys just slipping and falling out there, but our, our guys, you know, they played really hard. They, they had fun and they played a physical football game, which is one of, one of the reasons we won. Do any of your players wear those face shields? Yeah, those all needed to come off during the game on Saturday because it was just, uh, it was just a constant, constant snowfall. Oh yeah. I mean, between having snow on it and wetness from the snow, I wouldn't, I would, and that would cause blurriness. I would guess they're rendered worthless at that point. They really are. And then they fog up if it's cold too sometimes. And, and so yeah, you know, yeah, they, they definitely are, are, are kind of useless at that point. So were you guys using snow blowers on the field? Can you do that with the turf? You know, they, we weren't. We had, uh, two gators with, uh, kind of a snow plow on them that they'd try to run up and down the sidelines. And at halftime, they tried to clean the middle of the field the best they could. But, uh, it was, I mean, it just, the once they way path, it was covered again anyways. And then it was just people running with shovels, you know, it was, uh, some good manpower just trying to clear the clear yard lines and, uh, I, you know, our maintenance staff did an amazing job of trying to keep up and then allowing us to at least see, uh, the goal line and the side, sidelines. I don't think I've ever seen that where behind what the offense is doing, there's people out on the field trying to clear it during the game. Yeah, the, official, yeah, the officials told them, yeah, you can be 30 yards behind the offense. You have to, that's how far away you have to be. And then <laughs> keep your eye on the play. If something happens, you need to get off the field. <laughs> That's great. Have you ever seen anything like that in all your years in football? I haven't. That was the first time I've been a part of a game like that. It was, it was, it was something different. Well, you, you came out on the right end of the score, 34-20. to 20. Let's go back to that Drake game. How important was that to your team's confidence level and psyche to win that? Because that was a different type of opponent for you guys. Yeah, that was really huge for us, especially early in the season and you know, you have some confidence coming off of last year, but every team is different, and every team's got its own personality. And and it really to to go on the road uh, to find ourselves down in the fourth quarter, but to to, to really rally and, and score and tie the game up in the last minute, and then be able to find a way to win in overtime, it was huge in the belief that this team has and, and what they can do and what they can accomplish. And uh, that was that was huge, and it just really fueled, I think, a belief in what they're capable of, and, and really started us off on the course that we've been on the rest of this year. And if there was any, you know, if there was any concern about that confidence level, that has to be buoyed by the fact that you won this last Saturday over a great team. Morningside's number three. We've talked about this for years, the two of us have on the show. Uh, Morningside has been your South Dakota State's North Dakota State. Ah, if we could only get past them. Well, you finally have gotten past them, but this was another hurdle. You hadn't beaten them in 10 years during the regular season. Yeah, it, it was, and it's just one of those. Our, our guys were aware of that, and they understood the importance of that. And, and it's something we actually had talked about with our team, you know, the, the similarities of South Dakota State, North Dakota State. You know, South Dakota State was really a, a, able to kind of avenge, you know, some of those losses in the national championship game last year and then really send a message that, you know, they're the team now. They're the team on top. And, and our guys really embraced that idea of, you know, it's an opportunity for us. You know, beating Morningside was big. You know, it's just a, a step for us in the journey that this team's on. It's not the final destination, but it was a big step for us. And, and our guys were, were really excited about that. And, and 
um, I, you know, I think it just continues to push us in, in the right direction. You got to be proud of the fact, and, and, and I'm sure Jimmy Rogers is too, especially as a first time head coach at South Dakota State, but as, as national champions, you never quite know how the team is going to respond the next year, whether they're going to be hungry for another one or maybe more after that or perhaps complacent because, eh, you know, we finally won it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And, and you don't know until you get out there and start competing. Um, and our guys, I, I really appreciate the focus that they have because, they don't look too far ahead, and, and it was great to, to get to that Morningside game and, and have both of us undefeated. Um, but our guys really just kind of plug away from week to week, and uh, it, it is. It's tough because you don't know what you're going to get. You hope they are still hungry, and uh, you know as the teams change, we've got some really good leaders that really set the tone for our team, and uh, those guys are hungry, and they, they really want to make sure they are kind of our theme or a motto for this whole year with our guys has been kind of making our next opportunity our best opportunity. And they're kind of trying to do that with this whole year in terms of building off of last year's national championship. One of the guys we've never really talked much about, and we you've had so many star players the last few years, is uh, Connor McQuillan. Uh, he does so much for you, on both as a receiver and a running back, mainly as a running back, but he catches a lot of passes too. Talk about how important he is to your team. Yeah, Connor is really an X factor for us in our offense, and, and he is such a valuable component of our offense. You know, really last season towards the end of the year, uh, he really took off in the postseason, had an outstanding uh, postseason run at running back, and, and has been a four-year starter for us. But, you know, as you said, it's just kind of been behind some of the other guys in terms of headlines, whether it's Tyson Coima or Shane Solberg or Cade Mosier. Um, but Connor's been super impactful for us, and, um, just great running the football in the backfield, but, but also just a huge threat and a weapon for us in the passing game. You know, he's averaging close to, I think, 75, 80 yards a game receiving as well. Um, but he's such a dynamic uh, playmaker for us out of the backfield. And, and then, of course, Jalen Gramstad, what can you say about him? Uh, he's, he's gotten a chance to move back into a position he was familiar with and just take taken off. I mean, he's just taken off running. He, he has his poise and his leadership and the competitiveness that he brings to our team is, is really special. And, um, you know, he's undefeated as a starter. He, I think he's getting close to being 20 and 0 now as a starter at quarterback. And, uh, he's just a winner. He, he does all those little things. He, you know, he's exceptional on the field and makes some big plays, but does all those little things that make the guys around him better. You know, we talk about these offensive guys, Michael Story and Connor McQuillan and Jalen Gramstad. Uh, I, let's talk a little about the defense because you guys only give up 15 points a game. Uh, that, that's a big reason why you're undefeated. Maybe share how, how, from your perspective as the head coach, how much they've meant to your success. Yeah, that, that group, you know, the offense gets a ton of the, the credit, and they should because they're, they're really dynamic. The, the defensive group this year, you know, last year we graduated at some really key players, uh, and two All-American safeties, uh, you know, Parker Fryer, Defensive Player of the Year in the league, is now at USD. And so we lost some key players off of last year's defense. And so this year's group is really kind of a no-name group. And, and this group just really plays great team defense. And for us, it starts up front. We have seven fifth-year seniors on our defensive line. Wow. And so those guys have played. Uh, a ton of football, a ton of big games, and those guys really set the tone for us. 
They, they play really physical up front. We've got some experience at linebacker. And then we moved Cody Mosier from corner to safety last year, and Cody uh, leads the country in their interceptions right now, and has just been a great playmaker for us in the back end. So that group, you know, no one really jumps out individually, uh, but that group just plays so well together. I think that's so important on that side of the football. I was going to say, on defense, isn't it more important on that side than it is on offense to have that kind of a squad? It is, and it's a selfish group, selfless group that, um, you know, they, they just, they trust doing their 111th, and they trust the guys next to them, and they play really disciplined football, and if that group can do that, um, they, they set themselves up to be really successful. I know right now your only, your only thoughts are about Dakota Wesleyan, who you play on, on Saturday, tomorrow, in Mitchell, but I'm just gonna ask bigger picture. Do you feel pretty, comfortable when i ask you about is this a championship caliber team i'm not asking if you're going to win the national championship again but are they the kind of team that you see in that title game again you know i i definitely could i think it's a group that you know you start the season as you progress through the season you get to this point in the season you know you want to be playing your best football and i really feel like this group is is clicking offensively uh it's clicking defensively our special teams are, are playing outstanding that's what you want as you get into the postseason. You know you're going to run into some really good football teams. And you just want to make sure your team's playing the best they possibly can as you get to that point. And I think if we do that, you know, it gives us a shot. I think we have a shot to compete for a championship again. And all these wins that you've been getting, your 9-0, and uh, can help you secure the home field advantage, which is pretty important in the postseason. A, you're comfortable in all that. But B, not having to travel is huge when you're talking about, you know, that time of year. It really is, you know, the home field advantage, the weather, um, and just being able to practice and keep the same routine at home is big because some of those road trips are two- or three-day road trips when you get to the postseason. So being able to be at home and keep that same routine is a really big advantage when you get to the postseason. Yeah, some of the teams that you might have to play, you look at and go, all right, hmm, how are we going to get there? <laughs> right. And that's big. And you're going to play a team, you play teams from Florida or Kentucky, you know, all over. And so that opportunity to, to, to have to have them travel to your place is, is such an advantage. Yeah. You make them worry about travel connections, right? Absolutely. One less thing to worry about. All right. Uh, tomorrow you've got Dakota Wesley and Ross's team is having a nice year. How do you, how do you assess their team? They really are, and it's a team that that's, knows how to battle. He's got some really good football players, especially on the offensive side of the football. He's got, I think Jamin Aaron is, is one of the best. It's probably going to be the best back that we've seen so far this year. Um, outstanding running back, you know, Bridgewater kid that, that does a really nice job for them. Um, and they've got some good talent on the edges uh, on the offensive side as well. They, they found ways to win a lot of close games. You know, they, they find a way to kind of stick around, and then they found, found a way to to come out on top. And so for us, we're going to have to get off to a really good start and, and, and try to not, not let them hang around with us. Matt, thanks again for your time. We'll talk again once the postseason rolls around, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate it. You bet. Matt McCarty, our guest here, the head football coach at Northwestern. The Red Raiders ranked number one in the NAIA. They are undefeated again. 
No one does Black Friday better than Ashley. Score exclusive styles and doorbuster prices so low, you won't be able to take home just one. Others can't beat these prices and selection. Plus, discovered featured finds starting at just $8 a month. Get a free adjustable base upgrade with select mattress purchases. That's an entire queen adjustable mattress set for only $6.69. We've never had a deal this good. Your Black Friday mattress and doorbuster savings are waiting. No one does Black Friday better than Ashley. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity opportunity employer including veterans and disability your joints are your connection points and when they hurt they stop you from moving freely that's why at sanford health our board certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same day joint replacement surgery options these minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home you don't need a referral to get started Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist, advancedhomesandvision.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. 
Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show. What a great week it's been. We've had terrific guests all week long. Nice to have Brock Thompson on today, the South Dakota State women's soccer coach. They play the championship game in the Summit League on Sunday at 1 o'clock at Fishback Field. And, of course, Matt McCarty was just on, the football coach at Northwestern. They play at Dakota Wesleyan tomorrow. 9-0 and season thus far, ranked number one in the country after a big win last Saturday over number three Morningside, 34-20 to in the snowstorm. In what had to be fun. We talked about that. Never seen anything quite like that, Matt said, where people were behind the play shoveling the field so you could try to see the lines. That had to be surreal. But also fun, too. Uh, so, anyway, lots ahead tonight. Tune in to Dakota News Now for Football Friday tonight. We'll have highlights of three games up at uh, Matke Field and Marshall. High school games. These are big section championship games. Uh, Jackson County Central has already won 38-7. to uh, Big, big win for Tom Schuler's team. Congrats to them. Edgerton and Hills Beaver Creek are playing right now. Our anchor, Brian Allen, won't be on TV tonight because his son plays for Hills Beaver Creek. That's where he'll be. So we'll have highlights of three games from Minnesota, potentially three games from Iowa, and potentially, if things go right, 13 of the 14 games in semifinal action here in South Dakota. So, big night ahead. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk again Monday. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Woo-hoo! <laughs>